So outside of Greg Roman and Lamar, there were some other topics that was discussed. And, you know, we, you know, um, I asked him about Justin Houston and Calais Campbell and about them potentially coming back. And he said that, you know, he'd rather not say, I don't know what that means, Cordell, because he wouldn't get into detail, but he did say that he had really good conversations with those guys. I don't know about you, but someone asked about Marcus Peters as well, because he's a free agent. That didn't really sound too confident that he'll be back he's he started the the sentence with saying you know how his agent is great and i love marcus peters he's you know a, a great he's fiery you know he loves his personality he loves all these things but i didn't hear that he said he was going to bring him back that's mm-hmm. kind of how i i took that and then he also acknowledged the need of, of getting a wide receiver um whether he'll do that in trade um free agency or uh in the draft so what did you gain from any of those things that he said? Well, um, I, I did ask him about the wide receivers early in the press conference and asked him if he felt like he, he might think about changing his approach uh, and how he goes about filling that position. You know, historically he has gone uh, through the draft and albeit some high draft capital on wide receivers in the first round that haven't necessarily panned out fully. Um, he traded Marquise Brown and didn't fill, you know, fill that spot uh, with anybody new. Instead, he kind of just bumped everybody up a spot and moved Rashad Bateman up to the number one. Um, and, you know, Bateman ends up getting hurt. Then Duvernay ends up getting hurt. And neither of those guys I thought were being utilized to their full capabilities to begin with. So I really don't give them a pass, even with those guys being hurt, because they weren't getting a ton of wide receiver production, even when they were on the field. But I'm looking at the transcripts right now, and I found it easy. I, I found it funny to see here, and when Eric is answering the question, in here he does say we'll continue to look at that via free agency and the draft. Um, he does. He did finish it, you know, throwing in potential trades and things yeah. like that. But I, I and, and but later on in the press conference, he was asked again about bringing in a star wide receiver via trade and. It didn't seem like something that he's overly optimistic about doing. He, he basically be- says about, like, well, he got to get paid too. And then we got right. all these other people we, that right. we got to pay, like Roquan trying exactly. to get Lamar. So that I think that was his point when he's, when, when asked yeah. that question. I mean, he's not, he doesn't want to put himself in cap hell. He right. doesn't want to yeah. be in a position to where he's, his cap is so top heavy and they don't have the depth behind a, a lot of these guys. Uh, if something happens to one of their starters, that's his thing. Um, and I get him. I get him. You don't want to put all your eggs into that one year, uh, you know, Hail Mary situation. Sure, it worked out for the Rams a couple of years ago, but it doesn't necessarily mean that many is going to work out for you. I do, however, think you have to kind of find that gray area in between not wanting to stretch yourself out too much with the cat while also getting good value at that position. Um, yeah. You, you got to get a known commodity at the wide receiver position. You have to. And even if that's not to necessarily swing for the fences and go and trade for DeAndre Hopkins, um, you, you could still, there are other wide receivers that have done something in this league that are still in a spot in their career to where they can contribute at a, in a big way. You can find a way to bring some of these guys in. Going the young route and bringing in all these guys just via the draft is not 
the weight in my mind. It's a way to add to the depth, sure, but I don't think it should be their main source of bringing in free agents. They, I mean, as in terms of bringing in new wide receivers, they don't. All, I'm also tired of the bargain bin shopping. None of their bargain bin wide receivers worked out for them this year. Other than, I guess uh -huh. you can make the argument, Demarcus Robinson, borderline, uh, but he wasn't good. It was just the fact that I think he produced in a situation where nobody else is producing at the wide receiver position, but it's not like he, oh, you know, his numbers aren't gaudy uh, by any means. And, <laughs> and he had his games as well to where it's like, what in the world is this? So, uh, I, I'm not, you know, the Deshaun Jacksons, the Andy Isabellas, the Sammy Watkins. You you got nothing from that. You you really got nothing. I, I think you you got to at some point make the decision to actually go out there and make something happen. You got to look around at these other teams and see. You know, I, I get that the Ravens are a very proud organization. They are full of pride, and they feel like their way is the way you know it's won them championships and they they just felt like their formula even though it may not work every year is sustainable over time i agree yeah. i think it's shown that it is sustainable over time not yeah. that but you gotta know when to kind of adjust on the fly you gotta know when to kind of go right when you would normally go left yeah, and you look around the league and you look at teams like Buffalo and you look at Philly and, you know, you look at uh, Arizona and you, you see all these teams that went out there and got their young quarterback, a solid number one receiver. And yep. the difference that it made for these quarterbacks, it's it's in it's, it's crazy to me to think that you can sit there and want to get MVP caliber play out of your quarterback every year when the supporting cast around him is not to the level that it should be to maximize your quarterback's talents. Um, right. I think that they, especially in a situation now where Lamar is in a situation where he's trying to get money, it's almost like they're working against him. You know, how, yeah. can, how can I as Lamar, show you what I can fully do and show you why I'm worth the money that I'm asking for when I can't do some of the things that some quarterbacks that I might be better than are out here doing simply because they have better talent around them than I do. Mark Andrews right. is great. He is. I'm not knocking that whatsoever. But Mark Andrews doesn't have to be the only great weapon on the in the passing game, they I they, agree they, gotta find a way to get more talent in Baltimore because I think this team can be so dangerous if yep. you can find a creative offensive coordinator with a heavy dose of talent on the field. I com completely agree with you. I th I think that they have to address the cornerback situation because, you know, if you're not bringing Marcus Peters back, look, those young uh, worldly, I think he has some potential there, but you, you got to find a, uh, you either going to have to draft a, another guy or find a veteran. If you're not bringing back Marcus Peters for, you know, a, a lower price. Um, I, I asked the questions about Calais and, and Justin Houston, because, you know, Calais, we know how important he is to the run defense. And look, I, I, Calais might be a guy that they might, say I, I think he's an important part of this team but look what happens if Michael uh, Pierce comes back 
do you how do you do you, do you feel like you still need Calais? Do you want do you just want him to have him because he's such a, a good player and he's still playing at a high level? You know, Justin Houston, I don't know how that's going to work because you have to assume that Ajabo is, start, is going to start getting more play um, come in 2023. So those are, you know, what are you going to do in that regard? And there are probably cheaper options at this point, too, because, you know, Pierce is already a guy that's on the that's on the roster. He just got out this earlier this season with an injury. And then Ajabo, obviously, we know is on his rookie deal. So the, those things are definitely in play. Um, and I agree with you. I really felt like even with Tyler Huntley's limitations, Cordell, that if they had a guy, well, if they ran the ball more, but that that problem got solved, right. I hope. Right. Hopefully we don't know yet. You like to hope that that problem got solved, that the next coordinator that will come in will not uh, do J.K. Dobbins the way that that Greg Roman did. And J.K. Dobbins won't be complaining to the public as a result. But um, you I really felt like in the limitations that Tyler Huntley has, I felt like if they had a, a true guy, even if it was a number two guy on the outside I, you know that they would have been in a better position um in the rest the end of the season like the Steelers game where they kind of forced them to throw on them and they just weren't doing it yeah. or the 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 playoff game so they have to find a way to address it and I really I, while I understand the Costa's point um in terms of cap situations um you have some years to not worry about that because your defense is so young and I think that you have to strike when the iron is hot and you still have those guys on this team. You still have guys under contract. You do need to find a guy that's going to, that you can plug and play right now and, and, and drafting the guys. Cool. I still want you to do that because you still need to draft wide receivers, but I do think that you need a veteran guy that's going to be able to come in and be a part of this offense immediately. Now, I don't know what the dynamic of that is. Do you want DeAndre Hopkins? Is it going to cost too much money? It's going to cost too much to get for him and trade. I don't know. You mentioned Brandon Cooks. Is, is he going to be a more reasonable, feasible wide receiver? I don't know. But I know that you need another body. That's what I do know. And that, you know, it, it's going to be beneficial not only to the coordinator that comes in, but to Lamar or whoever is the quarterback of this team. So that's, you know, nice. And that was all nice, EDC. But you got to put some money in the position that's probably one of the most important side on the side of minus the quarterback and left tackle on the offense. You just have to and you can't beat any way around. You can't get any way around it. That's the important thing. You got to get a wide receiver. No doubt. Got to get a wide receiver. Um, I think that's going to be priority number one as far as team rebuilding. Yeah. You know, as, as far as getting new guys in here, wide receivers is their worst position right now. Um, cornerback is going to be a big one. And cornerback position, the, the cornerback position is tough because to go the not not every young cornerback comes out of the draft ready to go. Not every young cornerback is Sauce Gardner, you know. Uh, it's, 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 they are few and far in between. Um, yeah. so you, that, that, because that, that next step up in, um, playing it from the college level to the NFL level, the game is so different. The wide receivers are so crisp and clean with their route running are just so good at the NFL level. Um, it's, it's kind of an eye opening experience for a lot of young corners. So you want to have somebody proven, um, but the cornerback position is kind of 
one of those revolving door positions in the NFL now. It's either you got a good win or you don't. And few teams have had the luxury that the Ravens have had over the last few years where they have had two solid cornerbacks. I mean, a lot of teams have that luxury. So uh, the Ravens will be able to see what that life is like now. I don't know what their decisions are going to be. I'm sure they'll look at the cornerback position in the draft and free agency as well because uh, that's going to be the one glaring hole, I think, on their defense next year. I completely agree. So, yeah, that's. I think that that's what we've gotten from the press conference that happened on Thursday, and we'll see what happens moving forward. You got free agency that's coming up in a few weeks, and then we know that the draft eventually follows. So there will still be a lot of situations going on, hopefully a lot of negotiations as well with Lamar Jackson. And then we'll see if some guys will be returning or if they, you know, decide to move on and either retire or, you know, go somewhere else to play. But, um, yeah, it was a very interesting press conference. And, you know, I, I, I hope that whatever you guys were looking for, that you got what you needed from it. If not, then you just got to watch it all play out <laughs> in the offseason because that's what we got to do as well. So we want to thank you all for listening on this wonderful Friday. We appreciate you. Please find a way to enjoy your weekend. From Cordell to me, this is Winning Drive.